Are you tired of spinning your wheels with ineffective marketing strategies? Do you dream of finding a way to grow your business while also giving back to your community? Well, have you thought about charitable auctions? Maybe you've tried them in the past and you feel stuck because you're tired of donating to auctions that haven't gone that well. Either the winners never bothered to redeem their gift certificates or the ones who did were so price sensitive that you wished you'd never heard from them in the first place. Or maybe you've wanted to try auction marketing, but you don't know where to start and the thought of a bunch of trial and error makes you want to lay down and take a nap. Well, we've just launched our brand new course, Rework Your Marketing with Charitable Auctions. In this course, you'll gain access to a comprehensive course that has been meticulously crafted over 18 years of our own trial and error in our portrait studio in the trenches of charitable auctions. In this course, we dive deep into the world of charitable auction marketing and uncovering the secrets to our success with this. From setting clear goals to identifying the best charities for your business, we'll show you how to navigate this powerful marketing strategy with confidence. But that's not all. You're also going to receive a treasure trove of exclusive resources, including customizable templates, vendor recommendations, and tracking spreadsheets. Picture this. You donate a portrait session to a local charity auction. Not only does your donation attract the attention of your ideal clients, but it also helps support a cause that you're passionate about. And with the tools and insights provided by this course, you'll be able to turn those auction winners into lifelong clients. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, now is the time to rework your marketing strategy with charitable auctions. Visit our website today, dotherework.com forward slash auctions, and take the first step toward transforming your business and making a difference in your community. Welcome to The Rework with Allison Tyler-Jones, a podcast dedicated to inspiring portrait photographers to uniquely brand, profitably price, and confidently sell their best work. Allison has been doing just that for the last 15 years, and she's proven that it's possible to create unforgettable art and run a portrait business that supports your family and your dreams. All it takes is a little rework. Episodes will include interviews with experts from in and outside of the photo industry, mini workshops, and behind-the-scenes secrets that Allison uses in her portrait studio every single day. She will challenge your thinking and inspire your confidence to create a profitable, sustainable portrait business you love through continually refining and reworking your business. Let's do the rework. Hi, friends, and welcome back to The Rework. Today, Jessica Mackey is joining me in the Rework Podcast Studio to discuss difficult people, or is it just difficult situations that we find ourselves in with people? Well, regardless, we are going to talk about four life-saving hacks that we have for dealing with difficult situations or difficult people that work every single time. And I know you're going to love it. So get a pencil and a paper and take some notes. This one's going to have a lot of really good words that you can use in your own business. Let's do it. 
Hi, this is Jessica. I am here with Allison Tyler Jones, and we are talking about something that I think a lot of photographers or small business owners can relate to. And that is the four life-saving hacks for dealing with difficult people. Now we just as easily could have called this hacks for dealing with difficult situations because sometimes it's great clients and just difficult situations that we don't know how to handle and that can scare the pants off of us. And so we have four things that we use constantly. Hi. Hi. I love it when you intro. So fun. Okay. So let's talk about difficult situations slash difficult people. So what are some of those things? in your mind? Well, for me, especially when I was client coordinator and dealing with clients on a regular basis, sometimes you just had clients that were upset. Now they either called or you'd get kind of an inflammatory email or a text message and just the tone of it, you could tell they were upset. Now it might've been about the cost of something. It might've been about something's gone wrong. Yes. Things burned down or a past client that had something happen to an image and they're like, I don't know what to do about this. And so you just have those moments that your gut clenches and you just want to get in the ball and tune the world out, but you can't like you have to deal with the situation. Right. So one of the first things I think that happens when you get the nasty email or the text, or maybe it's a phone call and you, you actually answered the phone and somebody's mad. I feel like the number one hack is to buy time. I agree. Because I think when we just go off, the first thing that comes off the top of your head is defense. Right. Because you're in panic mode. Right. So you're thinking defensive. this person like, is upset. How can me? I not be in trouble? Right. How can I not be in trouble? How can I make this person like me? How can I have them not hate me and not talk bad about me to everybody and go online and give me a bad review and all the, like, we just go straight to DEFCON one and like the world is burning down. So And when we're in that fear place, we're not usually coming up with our best responses. Well, and also we typically are coming out. I mean, if someone is calling us, texting us, emailing, we've been doing something else. So we're coming from a unprepared mindset, whether we just came out of a shoot, we're in car line with the kids, we're, you know, wherever you are, you probably don't have the headspace to like transition to how do I solve this problem? Laying in bed, scrolling Instagram, and then something pops up on your phone. Yeah, you get a DM. So I think what happens in that instance is we tend to freeze. So I think the number one hack is to buy yourself some time. It's easy for me to buy time because you are usually the one or Caitlin or Stacy is the one that's taking the call. And they can easily just say, you know, let me talk to Allison and get back to you. Even if you already know the answer to that, you can say, let me talk to Allison and I'll get back to you. And that buys you all kinds of time. Right. Even if you already know the answer and you hang up and you don't talk to me and then you call him back and say that you did. You right. could you could do right. that, right? Absolutely. And I have done it. Yes, exactly. So what if you're a solopreneur, you don't have anybody else. So I don't think there's anything wrong. And I did this before when I was the only person in my business to just say, you know what? Let me look into that. I will check on it and see what happened and I'll get back to you. Absolutely. And even if you know what happened, even if you have all the answers, like you said, you maybe just need to take a breath yeah. and you need to get yourself in a calm headspace and then address the situation. Yeah. Let me and, check back. Let and me check I think on that. that really, it, the same things happen 
or a lot of times the book, like both things are happening in a conversation with our first hack, which is to buy time and our second hat, which is to validate. Yes. Cause they want to be heard. Right. So number one, buy time. And all of these are situation dependent, depends on what they're coming at you with. But if you can say, let me check on that and I'll get back to you. That's one way to buy time. Two is validate. So just like you're saying, you're going to validate whatever is coming out of their mouth. You so, don't defend. Right. You know, you don't need to justify like we don't need, but no, but you don't understand. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you had any idea how many hours I spent, yeah. they don't care. Nope. And so I think that if you're texting or emailing, you can easily say, hey, let me check on that or get back to you. But in a phone call situation, especially, you have to almost start by validating. Yes. Whatever their concern is, you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I totally get what you're saying. Absolutely. Let me check into that and get back to you. And then it doesn't matter how escalated they are. If you just stay in this calm place that you're like, I'm gathering information. Right. I am here to find out more information. I'm not going to fix it. Right Right. now is not the conversation to fix. Right now is a conversation to gather information, to validate, to give me more time. Right. Exactly. So validating also sounds like, so if you're the client and you're calling and you're upset about something, so be the client and be mad and upset, be upset. Oh my gosh. I totally like, I don't even know what happened. I spent $10,000 on this portrait and it's bubbling. What the heck? I cannot believe that that has happened. And I am so sorry. Let me check on this. Can you send me a picture of the bubbling? Okay. Now, normally, hold on. Let's pause for one second. Normally, you're going to go on more than more than that. Right. Right. You're going to keep I'm going. Gonna, yeah. Because you want to. I walked into my house, but I mean, as, oh, a client, as a client, I walked into yes. my house and I see it's bubbling and I've spent all this money and my husband's freaking out and I can't believe it. So I want to let you have all your feelings. So you've said three to five more sentences than what you just said. Absolutely. I'm upset. Jessica, I am so sorry. Let me just assure you, this will be made right. Absolutely. Can you take a picture of it and send it to me so I can look at it and confer with my framer and see if maybe the mounting was done incorrectly or whatever, but regardless, this will be handled. Which is exactly what they need to hear. Right. They don't need to hear all the excuses for why the canvas is bubbling or the lab or the glue or whatever. Like they don't care. All they want to know is that you're going to fix it. Yes. And that you have a right to be upset. I am so sorry. You're absolutely right. I can't imagine how upsetting that must be. I'm so sorry that your husband was upset. That's got to be so upsetting for you. That's another way to validate is like to let them be heard and share their feelings. Okay. So, and then also I think it helps to let them know, especially if this is an out of the box thing, like this has never happened before. They need to hear that this isn't what they can expect from working with you. Right. That whatever the issue is, whatever the concern is, this is not normal. Yeah. And you can say that without getting defensive. Right. You can just be like, oh my gosh, like, I am so sorry. This has never happened before. I'm going to go check with the framer. We're going to find a solution. This will be taken care of. Yeah. They just need to know that basically, yes. Yep. And that this isn't normal. Right. I did have somebody call one time and they had had a slab leak in their house and the plumber had come in and his tools had scraped across the front of the canvas. It had only been up like a month, less than a month. And his tool belt or whatever just scraped the front of this white canvas. And so there was this big scraping and they couldn't get it off. And so the client called me crying 
And she's like, I just don't know what to do. I'm so upset. And it wasn't even our fault, but we warranty everything. And so I just told her, I said, look, give me the name of the plumber. Let me call him and I'll work it out with him. But regardless, this is going to be handled. So just like letting them know, validating them that yes, you have a right to be upset and that it's going to be handled. Which is another reason why we are so big on pricing your work appropriately. Because when these things happen, I can say with like full certainty, we will take care of this. Right. It will be fixed because I know we've built that into our cost. Right. For some of these solopreneurs who are just making ends meet barely to have something like this burned down, they're going to go in the red, you know, having to take care of some of these things. And that can feel like a gut punch. Right. So when you come up against these things, you're like, I need to accommodate that. Right. I need to make sure my pricing reflects having to replace something the plumber did. Right. Exactly. Or if their kid knocked out off the wall and it cracked it and broke it, because you just don't want to get into a situation where you're fighting with somebody over whose fault it was or whatever. You want to be the one that's solving the problems. And if you're pricing it to where you have enough in there to where you can redo it, then that is great. You're not going to have to redo it very often, but it's really great to be able to offer that. And that's marketing in and of itself, the way you handle it. It is. And it gives you that peace of mind of knowing that you can say without the panic, We'll take care of this. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So buy time, validate their feelings. Our number three hack for dealing with difficult situations or people is the concept that Steve Jobs put out into the world. It's attributed to him. I don't know if it actually was his, but when he was setting up the Apple Care customer support line, he talked about how when a customer calls with a problem, that you can respond in one of two ways. It's no big deal or it's the end of the world. And whichever stance you take, they are going to take the opposite. So if you take the idea that, hey, this is no big deal, they are going to take, this is the end of the world. If you take, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. It allows the client to take, actually, it's not that big of a deal. And so what that sounds like in role play is you call me upset. So say the same thing. Your canvas oh, no, is bubbling. I've got another one. Oh, you got another one. I've okay, got another good. one. So th- this was something that okay. actually legit happened. Okay. So, oh my gosh. So I have sent out all of my holiday cards and just had someone call me to say my husband has an extra arm. Somehow in the retouching, we missed it in the proof. Like he has legit three arms. Okay. So if I take the no big deal stance... Okay. So what, what the no big deal stance sounds like is, well, how many people are really going to notice that? And really it's not that big of a deal. I'm looking at it and you can hardly tell. Well, it feels like a really big deal because this went out to like (laughs) all of my friends and family and they're all going to be like, this is humiliating. Exactly. Humiliating. Okay. Exactly. So I'm saying it's no big deal. I'm minimizing in a way that's being defensive, right? And so then that's just cranking you up. And they get emotional. Right? Exactly. Okay. So let's start again. My husband has three arms. Yeah. My husband has three arms. These cards went out to my whole mailing list and it's supposed to be on my wall. You have got to be kidding me. I am so sorry. This will be handled immediately. I am going to go in the back and cut off the head of my retoucher with a rusty blade. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Just kidding. don't do that. Yes, exactly. You know, I am going to go look at this right now. This will be handled. This will be figured out. I am going to have these cards reprinted immediately. Oh, you don't have to do that. 
nope, they have to be perfect. Absolutely. We are going to get them redone for you. Well, and I mostly, I I mostly just care about the wall art. Like, I mean, how many people actually look at the holiday cart, but if we could just get the wall art, like the wall portrait fixed, like that would be, that's all I need. Of course. I am sitting here looking at it. I do not know how we missed that. I am mortified. I apologize. We are fixing the wall art right now. It has already been printed and framed, but we are going to reprint it. We're going to retouch that out and we are going to frame that for you. I am so sorry. Thank you. Like, seriously, I'm going to (laughs) cry. The right kind of crying. Okay. So that, that actually happened. It did. Yeah. And almost just like that. (laughs) Yeah, it, it did. And so that was, we always take the stance that it is the end of the world on our end. If we have made a mistake, we take the responsibility. We want to be more upset than the client is. Rather than making it, shrugging it off and making it no big deal. Absolutely. And being self-deprecating, it doesn't matter to where we even had one situation. I feel like maybe we've talked about before where we had a holiday card go out and I just messing with layers, didn't get our logo on the final version that sent. And the client called and she's talking to me. It was totally my fault. She's like, I just like, are you guys embarrassed of my card? Like, is it not good enough? And I'm like, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, no, this is such a big, I might get fired over this. Like Allison is going to be so mad at me. Like she is going to be mortified that we are going to take care of it. Don't mail a single card. I'm ordering new cards. We'll have them drop ship directly to your house. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, don't even tell Allison. She doesn't need to know. Like, this is just between me and you, you know, like the minute I go end of the world, she's protecting my job. Exactly. And she actually did that client did text me and said, don't fire Jessica. (laughs) So she went into actually trying to protect you. So it's not a manipulation. And really, if you think about your own personal relationships, like with a kid, if you have an overly emotional kid, teenage girls, this works a 14 year old teenage (laughs) girl, when they come in and they're like, my friend was so mean to me, she hates me. You know, that if you are like, she doesn't hate you. She was just probably having a bad day. And you're trying to minimize how they're feeling. They're, then they're just they're, it was horrible you weren't there exactly. you weren't there nobody loves me yes exactly it just goes even worse whereas if you're like oh my gosh that is so hard how are you even upright do you need a gurney what should we do i mean or even like do i need to talk to her mom oh like you tell me is this on is she bullying you you yeah. know like, yes. and then they're like no 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 mom it's fine it's fine like it's okay yes yeah, not don't, really that big of a don't deal don't call anyone's mom yes so then it allows them because they're not having to prove to you how bad the situation is that you've removed that from them they are no longer having to show you that they're not crazy that something really is wrong so you val- that's really yeah, a validation yeah it comes back to validation right? yeah and then they can actually get more a little bit of perspective of like you know what it doesn't really matter that his arm was bad in that one one, but let's just make sure that it's not on the wall because that's really the one that I'm most concerned about. Right. right? And then it almost becomes like a, well, we'll see how many people even call and right. notice. And it you know, it's a those, game. Yeah. It's like, it's like the postcard that, you know, when they collect stamps, how there, if there was like one little misprint actually makes it worth right. more, you know? Yeah. You know, I think we all could say that we would like more really great qualified leads, but what happens when we get contacted by a potential new client? We sometimes have that pit in our stomach of, oh, it's not a good time right now. I don't want to call them. What if they ask me hard questions? 
oh, I don't really know that I have the words to say. And we put it off until we call and they've already booked somebody else. Or maybe we don't ever call or we're just letting things fall through the cracks. So if you ever find yourself in this type of situation and you feel like, I just don't know the words to say, or I don't know how to talk to these people, or am I doing it wrong? I have a solution for all three of those things. If you go to do the rework.com, we have three different free resources for you. One is our ultimate client consultation guide that is going to help you step-by-step walk that prospective client through your process, how it is that you work. It has all the little speed bumps, so to speak, along the way to help you remember to say all the things that you need to say. Next is our cheat sheet of frequently asked difficult questions that has an exhaustive list of all the hard questions that clients come up with that will help you get started on answering those confidently so that you don't have that feeling in the pit of your stomach anymore. And you're going to pick up that phone immediately. And lastly is our sales sabotage evaluation tool. And that is going to help you to figure out where you are screwing it up because we all do at one time or another. So go to do the rework.com. And wherever you're at in your business, if you're needing to rework your message, if you're needing to rework your answers, if you're needing to rework your sales process, they are all right there on that very first page. They are free. They are resources to help you in your business. Go do it. Download them now and start doing better. Start booking those clients confidently and start selling them your gorgeous, beautiful work because they need it. So buy time, validate. If it's no big deal or end of the world, you're taking the, it's the end of the world so that you allow them to take the no big deal stance. And then our last one, which we use all the time is the, what I can do. So we never say no. And we've had a podcast episode on this before about never saying no, because there's always something that we can do. We might not be able to say yes to exactly what the client is asking for or demanding, but there is always something that we can do. And it's much nicer to hear, well, what I can do is this rather than, no, I can't do that. Because the no, I can't do that. I don't know about you, but that makes me just want to dig in my heels and fight even harder. Well, and it makes you want to prove them wrong. You're like, why can't you? Like then you become defensive as the client because you're like, no, you should be able to do this. Like this isn't a big ask. Right. Exactly. So what I can do is whenever we use that, Well, I mean, even if you take the same situation with the missing logo, you know, on the Mm -hmm. cards, oh my gosh, well, what I'm going to do sometimes is uh, like, we don't even give them a choice. We tell them how we're going to fix it. So I'll say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reorder all of your cards and have them drop ship to you. We give them a solution. Exactly. So that's great. But if they're making, let's say that we have a difficult situation or difficult person that is making an unreasonable demand, Mm. like... Can yes. You, you think of some that we've had. <laughs> well, we, we had one, you know, if they say that they want a picture, like people completely swapped in an irrational way. Yeah. Something that won't work. Like it's maybe a head or a body swap that is not going to look good. Something that you know that will actually ruin the quality of the work. Right. And so then what you'll say is, well, what I can do is I can talk to Stacy. Yeah. So you, you kind of bring that down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to our retoucher. I'm going to see what options we have. 
Yeah. I'm going to see what our possibilities are. And then that gives them a minute to cool down and they feel like you've taken it seriously. Right. You know, so if you're a solopreneur, maybe what you're saying is, okay, what I can do is let me get in there and play around with it and see what our options are. And then I'll get back to you Yeah, because they just want to feel like you're taking them serious. Exactly. Well, and you're also in the instance of a body or head swap or something, you can say, well, what I can do is out of this pose, we could get this head or this head. And out of this other pose, we could get this head or this head. We probably won't be able to mix the two. Let me get in there and look at it and see which one looks the best. So again, you're buying yourself a little bit of time and you're also letting them know what I can do. Okay. What about some like completely unreasonable, something completely unreasonable? Have we ever had completely I love how you throw that at me. Um, completely, completely unreasonable. unreasonable demands. Okay. So for example, we have very discerning clients. And some of our clients have very specific requests and needs. And some of those, most of those requests and needs we can meet. There's some of them that might be a little bit OCD, right? Right. Okay. So for example, we had one great client that we totally love. And she was like, I need the paper that you're printing it on and the frame that it's being framed in to exactly match the paint on my wall. Okay. So that's impossible. That's not possible to have happen because there's so many different whites and based on lighting and all of that. So what I can do is have you come to the framer, look at the actual paper that we're printing it on, look at the actual frame Frame. that we're reframing it in, look at those two things and look at it in a daylight situation and in the lighting situation so that you can kind of get an idea and then approve it from there. So that's what I can do. But I can let you know that it will not perfectly, it's impossible for it to perfectly match just because there are so many different whites and the colors of your light bulbs and that sort of thing. So so instead of saying, no, I can't do that, yeah. you know, yeah. you said what I can do and let me just let you know it's impossible to X, Y, Z, but I absolutely would love for you to come take a look and make sure you approve in person. Exactly. So again, validating something that they're concerned about, but also in a kind way, letting them know that there's something, there's just some parameters that are not going to be met. Right. That cannot be met. And something you have said, you know, even with head swaps, I've heard you say, okay, because of how the light is, you aren't going to like this face in this pose. Right. Like it's going to look weird and people are going to tell it's retouched. That is like what nobody wants. Right. They, they don't want anyone to know that they've been thinned, that their image has been retouched, that heads have been swapped. They want everyone to think they came out looking that way. Right. Like this was the perfect pose, the amazing, perfect picture they captured in that moment. And so even just letting them know what I can do is switch this one, because if we use this head, it's just not going to look natural. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I can do is also stepping into that role of that trusted advisor and letting them know using your expertise, what is the best thing to do. So the four hacks, the buy time, validate, no big deal or the end of the world and what I can do. Those really are the core of what we use in response to anything that is coming up in the studio with difficult situations, difficult clients. It's really difficult situations. I feel like it is. I feel like it's not necessarily a person, although 
Sometimes it is, but generally we have such really nice, amazing clients. Sometimes there are just situations. And I feel like, especially coming out of the pandemic, everybody's just a little more fragile than they ever have been before. It's kind of like our layers have been peeled off and everything that happens to us is going to the core. And so things that might've been mildly upsetting in another year feel very upsetting right now. And so I hope that these tools can help us to take a little bit better care of our clients and also benefit our business at the same time. Well, and I think it can help us to shift that mindset from this difficult, like, oh, this is a difficult client to understanding, okay, wait, no, it's a great client who maybe had a lot of, on their plate, had a bad day, and there was a difficult situation. Exactly. You know, that it, we don't have to keep casting our clients as difficult. Right. And also, if you have these tools in your back pocket, it allows you to take back control of a situation when you feel like sometimes when somebody's coming at you angry, you feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to defend myself. I've got to... You like, put up walls. Right. Exactly. It's like the, what do they say? The fight or flight. It's like you're going to argue with somebody. So if you're you're fighting is no, we don't do that. And that's why we don't do that because blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, well, that sounds really nice. And nobody wants to be treated that way. The flight is just avoid the topic altogether. Like never, you know, for example, one way I would say flight is avoiding all confrontation. So never bringing up pricing, never talking about the hard things that you're supposed to be talking about. And then fight, flight or freeze, right? So the freeze that would be another word for that would be just to fold over. And that's what a lot of really nice photographers do, which is just like, okay, you're mad at me. Okay. You can have everything for free. Right. And I'll give you an album on top of it. Yeah, You know, whatever it's going to take to make you happy, which we, you know, have mind shift members and stuff that run into this all the time and have to almost retrain themselves not to fold. You don't need to fold. You just need to take care of them. Right. And that's really a good client. That's not what they're asking. You think about when you've had something go wrong in the past with something that you've purchased, something's gone wrong, you call somebody and let them know. If they respond with, I am so sorry, we are going to get this handled. You're immediately like, oh, good. I don't even, but when you make that call, when you have geared yourself up, especially if they're a nice person, you've geared yourself up to make a call about something that has gone wrong. You get loaded for bear. You're kind of like, what if they tell me no? What if they tell me they're not going to fix the bubbling canvas that I paid $10,000 for? What if, (laughs) you know, so you're already, you're loaded for bear and thinking that it's not going to go well. So sometimes you might come off a little more aggressive than what you might otherwise want to. But when somebody lets you know, no, this is the end of the world for us. We are going to make it right. You are absolutely right to be upset. We are so sorry. And this is what I can do to fix it for you. Then, oh, that takes care of 99.9% of the problems. And those good clients that love us and that want us to be in business next year and the year after to be documenting their families in perpetuity, they don't want us giving them a bunch of stuff because that's not going to build a sustainable business. They're not calling us to say, okay, not only am I so sorry that your canvas bubbled, I'm going to give you an entire wall of free art because I feel so bad about it. It's like, no, that's an overkill. That's not just fix what happened and make it great. And then that will be fine. Right. And they don't even expect you to like refund the order. No, you know, right. like There's you no said, to give them all this free stuff, they just want it to be taken care of. They want to be validated. They want to be heard and they want it fixed. Exactly. And that's the fourth F is <laughs> fix. fix. Yes. So don't do fight. Don't flight. Don't, and fold. don't fold. 
fix it. Yes. And how you fix it is using the four life-saving hacks for dealing with difficult situations. Let's recap them. So we're going to buy time. Let me look into that. Yes. We're going to number two, validate. Yes. You're absolutely right to be upset. I am so sorry. We're going to get this handled. Three, no big deal or the end of the world. It's the end of the world as far as you're concerned in your business because you want them to take up the other half of no big actually, deal. it's really not that big of a deal. Thank you so much for thinking of me and helping me fix it. And then lastly, instead of saying no, what can I do? What I can do. Oh, what I can do. Yes. What I can do is this. Or what we will do. Yes. Like what, we what we're going to do. What we're going to do is They this. just want it fixed. Absolutely. So that's it. That's our life-saving hacks for dealing with difficult situations and difficult And they people. really are life-saving. Like when I learned how to implement these, I went from every time the phone rung, like <laughs> I would, it would ring and I would feel this like momentary panic, you know, like what if it's an upset client? I didn't have to fear the phone calls. Right. I didn't have to get worked up about the text messages. I could give myself space to buy that time to figure out the best way to figure this out and to approach it. And you really do have to listen to the client because you can't build your own assumptions. Exactly. You, know, you can't think that they're saying one thing when really what they're asking for is just for you to fix the wall portrait. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't take the time to really think about, okay, what is it that they're actually asking? You don't know which of these tools to use. And then you start telling yourself stories that aren't necessarily true. They're a jerk. They're just being picky. This isn't right. Not my client. Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Right. So hopefully this was helpful for you. If you let us know in the DMs on Instagram at do.the.rework, we'd love to hear if you've used these and how they're working for you. And uh, let us know if there are any other topics that you'd like us to cover. Okay. Thank you. Have I told you lately how much I appreciate you being here? I know that you have so many demands on your time. And so many demands on your attention. You could be watching Netflix. You could be listening to a true crime podcast. But you spent time here at The Rework learning to make your portrait business better. And that really means a lot to me. If there's somebody that you feel like could benefit from this episode, that you could help them and help us spread the word in helping other portrait photographers build better businesses, please go to where you're listening to this episode and hit that share button and share it with them. And if you have time and can give us a review, you don't even understand how much that means to a little tiny podcast like ours to see those reviews and see how we're helping. And if you have another minute and can send me a DM and let us know what you would like to hear in the future, what you really enjoyed hearing about, maybe things that weren't that great, how we can do better. We always want to do better and we always want to support the portrait photography industry and helping you build the best businesses ever. Thanks again so much for being here. You can find more great resources from Allison at do the rework.com and on Instagram at do dot the dot rework.